Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, this is Larry Zaka. Hi, I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Premian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Mercury Morris. Tom Vigorito. This is Don Strauss. Don Nottingham. Hey, this is A.J. Dewey. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. Doug Kruzan from the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. This is Mark Ingram. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula, and I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. <laughs> Join us now as we talk Dolphins football or call in live with your questions or comments. And now, here's your host, Pat Catello. Okay, good evening everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. I'm your host Pat Catello. We'll be joined alongside Rich Van Zandt shortly as uh, we have a big show for you today. The Miami Dolphins, uh, we will break down all the uh, tie-breaking scenarios and uh, what needs to happen for, oh yeah, we did that already. Unfortunately, the Dolphins are not in the playoffs. As the Miami Dolphins, uh, I would say escaped one of the worst weeks or days in Dolphin history by a Texans kicker missing a game-tying field goal. As Sloman missed a game-tying field goal to give the Dolphins the third pick rather than the sixth or seventh pick in the draft, that is the only thing that saved this team from what I believe might have been the worst day in Dolphin history as the uh, Miami Dolphins with four different scenarios to get into the playoffs in 2020 um, basically uh, came up short on all of them as they get blown out by the Buffalo Bills 56-26 to up in uh, Buffalo, New York. And it was an ugly game from start to finish. Uh, the week started off rough. As uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, uh, very shortly after the miraculous uh, face magic game, as I call it, um, tested positive for COVID and was placed on the COVID-restricted list, therefore eliminating him. Uh, And I think it had an effect on the team uh, as the week went on. uh, You knew it was going to be Tua's game going in, and... uh, the offense uh, struggled, to say the least. And the Buffalo Bills uh, came out on all cylinders and uh, did not let up on the gas at all. Um, there was uh, an interception by Byron Jones early, which kept the Dolphins, I guess, you know, in the game, and, and that just quickly disintegrated as uh, the Dolphin offense was lackluster and the defense uh, had – you know, you know, one of their worst games. Um, they they did some stuff to keep them in early, but eventually just broke. And um, what was the number one defense going into the day certainly did not perform as such. One bright spot, Xavier Howard did have another interception, uh, increasing his league-leading interception rate to 10. Of course, he will start the Pro Bowl, and I think there's a good chance that uh, – he may be named the defensive player of the year, at least I hope so. I guess it's between him and T.J. Watt over in Pittsburgh. But um, just uh, not a lot of highlights at all. Josh Allen and the Bills uh, in what Dolphin fans have come to see uh, 
throughout the last three decades uh, is, is the Buffalo Bills offense perform on all cylinders. Uh, this team certainly has got it together. Um, hottest team going into the playoffs by far. We'll see how this all shakes out. Two of 35 for 58, 361 yards in the air, but certainly don't let that deceiving stat fool you. It was a very rough day for Tua. He had one touchdown. He had the three interceptions. Ahmed was the leading rusher with 29 yards. Doesn't say much. And Devontae Parker uh, with probably the most, uh, I, I guess you'd say, just um, unimportant 116 yards as you could get. He was basically shut out in the first half and, uh, you know, had some, some catches uh, that, that brought him over the 100-yard mark, but uh, didn't seem to be any mean catches when they needed any of the receivers. Drops galore. Um, and then... Uh, you know, just just continued that way. Um, the Changali to offense remains stagnant. He seems like a, a restricted player. The early rumors out today: Changali fired. Now ESPN retracting it. A fake Sheffer report. But there's something going on there, and and we'll see uh, how this whole uh, how this whole off season, I guess, plays out. So um, you know, that's it in a nutshell. And uh, the basic way that I'll say it, Rich, is if, if you had, a, for all the betters out there, you had a four-team parlay riding, and you needed, you needed the Dolphins to lose, you needed the Ravens to win, you needed the Cleveland Browns to lose, you needed the Indianapolis Colts to lose, you did not get any of them. And to be quite honest with you, Besides a little bit of a flicker at the end of that indie game, you weren't really in the ballpark on any of the four. No, no not even close. No. The only thing we almost got screwed with was, you know, if that guy don't hit the upright and it, it bounces through, we have the eighth pick in the draft instead of the third. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's what I that opened the show Yeah, I know. So that game goes to overtime, you know we're losing. <laughs> you know that? <laughs> That's the only thing that uh, basically kept us yeah. from being the worst day in yeah. golf in history, I think. Yeah. I really yeah. do. I mean, that, that would have been detrimental. Yeah. I mean, I mean, going from and, – and, and I've heard different reports. I know – would it have been eighth? Because I've heard sixth and I've heard seventh. They would have been eighth. They would have dropped to the eighth. Yeah, it been, you know it sure? it, it, yeah, I don't know that for sure. They said that that's the worst case scenario it could have been yesterday. Why wouldn't it be eighth? <laughs> you know? I can't imagine yeah, I mean, it would have been I, higher than that. Yeah, and, 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 you know, you can't understate that enough. The third to the eighth would have just been absolutely detrimental. Um, it's it's such a huge difference, especially in a draft like this. So um, that's the bright yeah. spot. You want a bright spot? That's the bright spot. Um, the Dolphins end the season at 10-6. and six. Uh, You know, that's an overachieving 10-6. and six. Um, There was times when this team really started to show a lot of promise. Um you know, there's 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 something there. I don't know what is exactly it is. Uh, you know, I don't think anybody does. We'll see. Strange year, no training camp. You got a rookie quarterback who got the start basically by uh, by no fault of the quarterback that he took over from. I think that set a weird precedent. Um, I don't know. It just was very strange. We, you know, you have a lot of unanswered well, questions you know, right now. What, what, bother, what bothers me is that, you know, 
here's a team that like okay, you're you got ten wins going into the last week. You, get, you know, when you got eleven wins, you're a different ball club. I mean, eleven really separates good year from a great year, I believe. You get 11 wins, anything over 11, it's a really great year. You know, that doesn't happen a lot. You know that as well as I do. And right. to to be going in there where you control your own destiny and to just lay an egg like that, and it's just not laying an egg because, you know, we know Buffalo's a better team. I mean, I hate to admit that, but they are. I can't stand them, and, you know, it's hard to me to admit that. But the problem is the scout team basically beat the crap out of us. You know, we're not even the Bills. I mean, imagine if Beasley was playing. I mean, the way we well, other than, looked in that game, other than we, Beasley being we hurt, though, they needed nothing. Well, other than Beasley being hurt, they did start out with their team. I mean, they didn't bench anybody to start the well, game. Well, they were still rolling up points on us, Pat. When but that's a little different, half, though. That's, that's a little different, though. That's a little different, though, Rich. It's a little different when you've already been knocked out. I mean, they were they were yeah. just. They were running up. I mean, they, they just got hammered. So at that point, you know, who knows where your psyche is, and that team is just deflated. So I understand you know, what I you're really, saying. I don't like the way they went into that game. I don't – you no. know, look, I like Flores. And he's done a lot of good things, but how could you not have this team prepared for this game, you know? You know, I've been trying to throw it through my mind and figure out what exactly is the reason that they just did not show up because they didn't. I mean, they were just flat from the get-go. They didn't show up. Let's face it. They were, I won't say fluke because it was a great play, but they were a strange interception by Byron Jones from just being right out of the gate, blown out of the water. I mean, Buffalo's offense, they came out. And what it shows, I mean, are the Dolphins, you know, Buffalo's a better team. We know that. But you know what? They might be that much better. I mean, are they that much better? This is a Super Bowl caliber team. I'm really curious to see where this team goes in the playoffs. They've got a, I won't say an easy run, but let's face it, you know, drawing the Colts is not exactly the worst scenario, right? I mean, they're right out of the gate. They got a decent matchup. No, that's and then a, we'll see that's what a, happens. That's a good matchup. That's a, that's a very good matchup for them. I would, you know, I, the Colts are probably the weakest team in the AFC other than Cleveland that's in there, right? I mean, who would you want to play, right? It would if be, I had to pick be, one team, that, yeah, Cards? that's who I would want to yeah. play. They would, I would and want to play the, them. The Browns and, right after that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how it all does shake out. Um, but, you know, they're, they're in a very good predicament. The thing that gets to me a little bit is I look, and I've talked about this earlier, but, you know, you have a division that's basically been dominated and owned for two decades by one team. And then yep. you have it up for grabs, and yeah, I understand that often they they had a they had a great a good a very good season. They turned a lot of things around. They made themselves contenders. But if you look at what Buffalo's been able to do, uh, you know, under um, you know this new regime, um, the McDermott regime, who probably I think he's got my vote for coach of the year. I don't. I think it's hands down what he's able to do. Um, you know, is where you strive to be. I mean, they've turned this organization around. What bothers me is I don't think this is a fluke from them. I mean, yeah, Diggs was the final piece, I guess, that lifted them, lifted Josh Allen to another level. And, you know, they're both sides of the ball, but they're young and, and you know, their their future looks pretty bright. I mean, obviously things can change. 
But, you know, I watched this and so did you, Rich, all throughout the 90s. I'm not looking forward to seeing this movie again. So the Dolphins did a lot of progress, but they better make the right moves and they better continue this because we've seen this. I said earlier, Tony Sperano took over the yeah. 1 of 15 team and won, you know, went 11 and 5 and won the division. And then we watched it and slowly go downhill. Yeah, and right, basically, exactly. yeah. yeah, I mean, quarterback had a lot to do with that. Chad Pennington got hurt. Chad Henney was obviously yep. not the guy, but Chad Henney wasn't awful. You know, they, they really made a no. lot of mistakes and that contributed to that downfall. So the Dolphins have to make sure that they do this right. They're far from out of the woods. You know, it, it's nice that they reversed this, but I don't like the way this season ended, and I know you don't either. No, I don't either. But, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, you know, I know you're not going to like everything I say here, but, you know, it's it's the fact that, you know, they don't have enough stars on this team. You, you know, you got to go out and get a, you know, a, a stud receiver. And, a, and, you know, I don't think our running backs are good enough. I really don't. I think they're nice running backs, but they're not good enough. I think we still have to upgrade that position. You know, I think that's a big problem. And, you know, we need another kind of – we probably need two money – probably two more dynamic people on defense to make that a really good defense. I mean, that wasn't a number one defense in the league, and you know it as well as I do. It was a number one scored defense on – you know what I mean? But anybody who thinks that's the number one defense in the in the league is crazy. I mean, we, we've well, let watched me, let it me, let me address your Let me address your points. I think you misread me a little bit because I agree with you. I think you do need a star receiver. There's no doubt about it. And I think you do need some more star playmakers on this team. And the good thing is that you're in a position to, to get some. So let's see what they'll absolutely. do there. But, yeah, I absolutely agree that the receiving core is lacking that star receiver, and it's mediocre at best. But I think you confused me thinking, like, you know, that I was so happy with this. My point is, when these guys, you know, got injured – and I do think the grand injury had a bigger impact on this team than you think. When when this team got injured, you know, they, they were still there. I mean, they played with it. I think it, it, it is what it is was my point, you know. I, I, I think that in the offseason you absolutely have to upgrade that, you know. Um, there, there's no doubt about that. Uh, and then as far as, you know, the, the defensive play, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I think that this team shows a lot of good things on defense. And you do need a couple big playmakers there that could really turn this team around. Um, it's it's a very good defense, but yeah, it's it's far from what what you're insinuating as the quote number one defense is what you know comes to your head when you think of something yeah. like that. And I do agree with no, that. There's not. no doubt about that. Yeah. And as far as the running back position, yeah, I think that you have some adequate pieces when healthy to keep the machine going, but certainly you could use you know a, a, a physical running back a that can really guy. get in there. Yes, right. I, exactly. I agree with that. Yes. I do. We're on the same page with that. Um, my biggest concern, you know, um, I mean, you have, you have, you had some injuries on the offensive line that definitely showed. You have trades that brought you these picks. Okay. Now, albeit they were good trades, you have a lot of these guys playing in the pro, or at least nominated to a pro ball. My point with that is you got rid of good players to get these picks. You made good trades. You cannot rehash and take the same guys. My biggest problem in the offseason when I said this is, you know, you draft Juwani James, you draft Laramie Tunzel, and then you keep redrafting offensive linemen. Does it make sense to me? It's never, like, never going to get anywhere. 
Yeah, right. right. You just exactly. keep, you keep going in a circle. That's, you know? how we, that's how we drafted the last 10 years, too. They're like, we would sign, you know, Sue, and then we would go out and draft, you know, another Guys to replace him. No Guys sense. to replace him. Yeah. Right. Exactly. That's what they would do. He, he, he didn't play it down yet, and they were looking to replace him for cheaper money. Yeah. Same signed. thing with Jones. Yeah. When Jones was when yeah. Jones was Jones, yes. and he was the yep. top safety in you know one of the top safeties in the league, they signed him to a big yep. contract, and then they did everything they could to draft people and, and, and get rid of them. Exactly. Yeah, no and it makes no sense. And they did no. pay the price for it. You can't keep yes, repetitively going around in that circle. So, and, you know, it's like, yeah. and they don't, and they don't draft enough like skill. Like I said, like when they had these high draft picks. I mean, obviously he was two last year. You know, we, you know, we got a quarterback. But you know, you got to start drafting people when you have, like, you have a gift this year. You have the third pick in the draft. If you don't go and get two his old receiver Smith out of Alabama, you're out of your mind because that is a gift. I mean, you can get the best receiver. This guy's probably going to win the Heisman. You got the best receiver in college, and this guy is unstoppable. They said he had a bad game last week, Pat. He had 136 yards and three touchdowns. That was a below-average game for him. Okay, I mean, this is a guy two of those, two of threw the winning touchdown to him in the championship game. You know, and, and no. he had no business even being in this position. You got to get this kid. I don't want to hear this Oregon lineman that's hurt all year that could be the best guard ever. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to see anybody like that. If you don't get this receiver, they're nuts. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, listen, I, I I know the receiver. I watched the game. I, I've seen it. Um, you know, I, I agree. I mean, I think you very rarely get an opportunity to be in this position. And, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of talent up there. There's teams that need quarterbacks. The fact that you got the three spot, you know, uh, means a lot because anything less than that, or you know, or down the road from that, uh, even four, I think, would have really put you in a totally different position. So the fact that 100%. you can do that to add a star maker like this, you know, uh, yeah, I agree. We're on the same page. Now that being said, listen, I can certainly see uh, them making a trade with this pick, and I hope it. I really can, and I hope it doesn't happen because they're going to get offers, and that's been. Basically, Rich, that's been their M.O. to do that. You know, they love to do that. They're going well, to be the offered multiple is, picks. Here's the deal. If somebody offers them a pick to go up, they're going to want one of the quarterbacks at three. They're not taking Smith. It's, nobody's, going to, nobody's going to jump up to draft Smith as good as he is. It's going to be the teams that are quarterback less, you know? And wait, if so their pick again, is high enough, you still be able to get them. Wait, repeat this. I, repeat getting, this. I don't understand what you're saying. Say it again. Like I said, the teams that would jump to three aren't jumping for him. They would jump to take one of the quarterbacks. Aren't you know, jumping for who? One of the teams that are yeah, playing. yeah, they're not jumping for the, the receiver. You're saying they're not jumping for our guys. Right. You know the, right. the, the receiver. The receiver. Right. Devontae. His right. name's Devante, by the way, which is pretty right. funny if you ever get him. Well, if Devontae right, right. is as receiver. Anyway. Right. So you're saying the teams if are not going to jump yeah. there to get him. Right. So there's a possibility we could trade down and still end up with him, but it's a risk. That's my point. You know. Well, okay, well let me go a little bit further then. Who who are they trading up to get? The lineman? Who are they trading yeah, up to get? Somebody may trade up to get the lineman. Somebody may trade up to get um the BYU quarterback, to, you know, not, Fields yeah. for Ohio State or or Tresk. You know, those are the guys that are, you know, those are the quarterbacks after, you know, after Lawrence who are going to go. 
So, you know, you figure one, two is going to be quarterbacks unless the Jets trade down, you know. Which yeah, is no, a I, it's a possibility. You know, it's going to be a very interesting going to be you a know. very interesting uh, draft to see how it all goes. All right, hold that thought. Take a quick break. We're right back after this. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani, former linebacker with the Miami Dolphins, and you're listening to the Pacatello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. Pacatello, Rich Van Zant, coming at you. Just a reminder, you can send us any questions or comments right to the Pacatello Show, uh, Pacatello Show at yahoo.com, and uh, you can catch us on iTunes uh, as well as other venues, and just go right to the store, subscribe to us, and you'll get our latest episodes delivered right to your phone, as well as uh, archived episodes where you can hear Rich be wrong. Okay, partner. So, uh, <laughs> okay. So, uh, as we were saying, uh, you know, it, it's a weird spot because, you know, you 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 do have you have quarterbacks out there. You have teams that are in some weird spots. I guess everything hinges, uh, you know, on the Jets and what the Jets will do, and they're going to have a lot of offers. The weird part of that is, like I had said earlier, uh, it's hard to figure because you don't know who's going to be coaching the Jets. And, you know, I, I, but it does seem one, – one thing I will right. say is it seems like they're going to keep the same regime as far as GM, right? Yeah, I don't think they're getting rid of that. I don't know. I, who knows? They're, they're such a mess, you know? Yeah. I mean, they're going to screw this up no matter what. So it's pretty, it should be pretty comical to watch this circus, you know? Yeah, that's very – I don't even think they have a clue who they're bringing in as a coach. You know that. I mean, I mean, when you're talking Bill Cowher, you don't have a plan. Yeah, I haven't heard that recently. What I had heard 
um, you know, you hear uh, some 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 different thoughts and stuff. And uh, uh, Eric Bieniemy now is the is the name that I'm hearing a lot. Uh, he was a guy in the Chiefs' offensive coordinator that was very high, right. highly uh, talked about last year. Um, and I hear now Woody Johnson is coming back. <laughs> He's coming back into the country. Where was he, Rich? Well, he was the ambassador to England, so. You know, now that Trump's, you know, leaving office, he's leaving that post. So he's coming back now to run the team. So he's in England right now. Yeah, he's, in the, he's Which, the ambassador to England. Yeah. Right. Which um, there's, there may even be some travel bans and stuff on that, right? So he might even have a hard time now coming back in the country from England. But I guess. Yeah, uh, I think uh, when you have that many billions of dollars at your disposal, I think the travel ban's a lot different. <laughs> you know? Not a problem. Do you think huh? he's had the vaccine, too? He's probably had the vaccine already anyway, you know? Right, right. Didn't think of that. So um, yeah. so now he's well, coming back, this, I guess. To... Johnson & Johnson is actually making a vaccine, so you don't think he's had that already? <laughs> so you think he's had the one the, the, He's had the one that's not approved, <laughs> that's not approved yet? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I would think so. That's not when you only need one, by the way. You don't have to go back twice. Okay. <laughs> so does, does that help you with the uh, – That'll help you with the travel ban to have a uh, non-approved yeah, one. Yeah, Johnson. As your last yeah. name's Johnson, is Johnson and Johnson. I think they're gonna bust your balls about coming back to the country. I think well, you're okay. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. So th- this will be interesting now to see what they do, and and I can see them messing this up on so many different levels. I really oh. can. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm I'm actually. Uh, I'm anticipating, you know, seeing what goes on and what you know, they do. You know, keep do. in mind too, you know, going back to the draft real quick, we have the second round pick of the of the Texans also. So that's like another first round pick, really. Yeah. It's the third pick of the second round. I mean, you know, we have a lot of ways to put, to improve this team quickly. You know, sure. I mean, if you hit plus, you hit the nail on the head with these three picks, and you can end up with a receiver, right. a receiver, a, a you know, a, a running back. And you could go get like a dynamic linebacker with those three picks, you know, if you just stay put, you know. Right. I, and that's not right. A, yeah. you, know, you know, the first three, right? You know, two first rounders and that one, you know, you could really, you could change the direction of this team right there. And you know, and I'm not talking, you know, free agency. You can go bring in the, like you know another, you know, offensive lineman if you want. I mean, so we, you know, we should be okay that way, unless unless they get stupid. You know, like I don't want 75 picks of average players. I want the stars for crying out loud. Right, but, I mean? but here's the thing, though, Rich. And I, but yes, I understand exactly what you're saying. But, you know, uh, listen, and I'm not saying it's going to happen this way, but let's say just for instance you take your Teal Green, Dion Jordan, <laughs> and uh, – and, uh, yeah, right. And Jason, I can't remember. Uh, uh, it was at uh, Wanstead's corner. Jason, uh, yeah. the, the guy from Jamal Fletcher. Jamal Fletcher. Jamal Fletcher. Now, there you go. Yeah, there you take those race, three yeah. top guys. You know, I mean, you, it, you well, know. I know there's a way. You know, there's a way to uh, there's a way to avoid that too. Pick up the phone and call me. Okay, and that won't happen. Because it shouldn't have happened back then, and it won't happen tomorrow. If they call me first, don't be idiots. You know? I don't even have Greer take credit for the picks. Just call me first. Just run up by me first, and I'll tell you if you should do it or not. Yeah. So uh, if if the Dolphins make you know the right moves, yes, you're absolutely right. They are 
on the verge of making this, you know, team, you know, a contending team for a while and building this, you know, in the right direction. But there's a lot of question marks that they need to address. Um, There's some free agents that they're going to have to deal with. Ryan Fitzpatrick is one of them. He's going to get offers. He's already gotten offers, I'm sure. You have to make a decision there. Tua, you know, I mean, you you have to assess where he's at. We both think that Chan Gailey is absolutely not the guy for Tua. Uh, And so, you know, it'll be interesting to see what direction they go and who, if Chan Gailey is ultimately gone, who's coming in there. You know, that's a big question. Um, Having the right offensive mind with this kid is going to mean a lot. It's going to mean a real lot. You know, you don't know what talks about either. Like, I, I can't believe we're the two of bashing today. You know how many times I've heard that we should take a quarterback at three? I mean, well, yeah. I mean, you know what? You know how detrimental that would be to an organization if you took a quarterback at five and three back-to-back years? I mean, that that probably sets you back seven years. Well, it depends. Like I mean, that. I guess it depends on who the quarterback yeah. is. It depends I, I on how the so, quarterback does. It's, I mean, it's you're not cutting through either. Pick. Yeah. Why are you wasting well, you know, a pick? Here's the bottom line, though. Why are you wasting well, a pick? You know, because you have two quarterbacks now. No, but you wouldn't have two quarterbacks. I'm assuming yeah, you're not going to have two quarterbacks. You're going to make yeah. a trade. Well, you're what, gonna, could you, what could you get for two at this point, you know, coming off a year like think, this? I don't know. I think you could get a lot. I think you could get a lot, and I'll yeah, tell you why. Anyway, well, what my the point biggest? is I'm saying, I, believe me, I like two. I don't want to get rid of them. I'm no, no, I got you. But here's what bothers me the most. The guy's coming off that surgery like less than a year ago. And no one gives him any like props on like maybe that's why he's a little tentative. You know? You maybe like that's yeah. why he's not that explosive. I mean you know what I'm saying? I mean, don't you yes, think maybe it's a little soon, right, to be to be back to normal a hundred percent? Right? Even maybe. if it's just in your brain. You know? Maybe. And, like no one ever um, mentions that, which aggravate which I I think Gailey is definitely Detrimental to his, you know, to his uh, progress, and and I and I really believe that injury, even if it's not you know physical, it's mental at this point. I think there's something okay. to say about that. All right. Well, I'm going to play devil's advocate to what you said then. Okay, and let's address the points. Say, what are you going to get for Tua? You're going to get a lot for Tua because the biggest problem you had with Tua was the injury coming into the year. Yeah. So Tua Tagovailoa has played a, a year in the NFL and has not gotten yeah. hurt. As, and especially, more importantly, has not re-injured that hip. So that question mark, yep. uh, although not completely solved, is certainly in a much, much, much better situation than you had. Um, the second right. part to that is you bring up, you know, the the mental aspect of why he's playing tentatively. I agree with you. I absolutely think it's a combination of that being in his head, and I think it's also a combination of the Dolphins telling him to be cautious, and Changeli running plays for him to be cautious. My biggest concern is, yeah. can you overcome that? That's my biggest problem. There was an, inch, an instance in this game where they were on the two-yard line, he ran the ball, and he kind of went down. And, you know, the thing that pointed out to me on that is I can think of a lot of main-time young quarterbacks that I know what they would do. You know, and they would have went after that end zone in a vivacious, vicious way. That Josh Allen, 
Baker Mayfield, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson. Uh, they just think that killer instinct would have had on a big play. And listen, they were lucky enough to get a flag on the fourth down where they didn't get in the end zone. How about that? So that play was really important. Um, and it seemed like he was very cautious on that. Now, I'm sure that's what they want him to be, and I don't want him to get hurt on that. And I'm not criticizing him for that in the sense that, you know, what are you doing? You know, he's got, uh, what I'm saying is I think that's in his head that he's not playing. And I said this last week. He seems reserved to me. He does not seem like he's free and relaxed and playing football he seems like he's thinking yeah. way too much and yep. af- and almost like that. afraid to just be loose can and you I overcome think too, that i think the drops killed him yesterday too there were so yeah, many help. how many drives did we do i mean isaiah ford i mean i i can that be the last time we see him in a dolphin uniform please they even told me it was something like six, 16 drops or something like that was it an oh, insane it amount and i mean he hit him in in the chest twice i believe if I'm not mistaken, you know yeah, I, Isaiah it, it, Ford was atrocious yesterday. You know, oh. but it, is that enough for that already? Can that experiment be done, please? Well, you know, I think you so. Seventh round pick for him, so you, you know, be happy you got that. No, I think so. I think you see a completely uh, revamped wide receiving crew, and uh, I yeah. like Devontae Parker as a two. Never liked him as a one. Um, you know, he can do good things at times, you know, there's no doubt. But I would love him at two if you had a top receiver and then him. Did you see who the Bills really... signed today? No. Stills. Now, what's the rule with that? They're allowed to just sign him for the playoffs? Yeah, because he's a free They sent him to the practice squad. Yeah, so, so what's the rule with that? He's eligible, eligible for all playoff games now? I think so. Really? Wow. Because he, he was out there. You know what I mean? It wasn't like you're trading Absolutely. for him. He was he was a free agent. So. Right. And we had talked about bringing him in, too, a couple of weeks ago. And you know what? When you look well, at this team. I, don't, you know, boy, I think it would have been a freebie. I mean, you know, I mean, we didn't have anyone have. else. I mean, why not? You know? I think the only thing stopping that was the way he left and probably the bad uh, yeah. blood that was there between him and Flores, uh, you know, when he left. Cause it was him. pretty ugly. It was pretty ugly. Really I remember Minka. Yeah, yeah, and Ross, too. Yep. It was pretty ugly. So that's why that didn't yep. happen. Football-wise, probably didn't make a lot of sense not to bring him in. But uh, with the off the field and, the, and even, you know, the, the, the stuff that went on in the locker room, I guess that's why it didn't yep. happen. But you're absolutely right. I mean, you were in favor of it. You wanted him to come in. And, and I uh, like so now guy. Buffalo. You know, right, I think right. he's a one-trick pony. But, you, you know, right. sometimes you get one or two big plays from him a game, you know. And, and from Buffalo, that's really all they're looking for. Yeah, that's all they now, do. You know, well, Beasley, you know they don't know Beasley's what the status of is probably. Yeah, yes, I, I was going to ask you. What... I don't know. I think it was cautious that they just kept him out yesterday. I would figure he's going to probably play this week. I would. Guess. I would think so too. I think so yeah. too. And uh, you know, they're a good team, Rich. They're a good team. I mean, I know they, you know, there's a really good yeah. team in the AFC. So it's going to be really interesting and difficult to see what happens and what they can do. But, um, you know, it, it it really goes to show where I think you want to be and how important, like we said, these next uh, moves that you make are. Um, let me, before we go, let me throw at Ryan Fitzpatrick as a free agent now. 
What do you do there? Well, I think you try to keep him as your backup. And then I'm not talking about, you know, to throw him in with two of falters. I think he's a good, like, he could be like a Don Strzok kind of guy for him. You know, no, isn't that throwing, like, you know, with, throwing him in with two of falters? I mean, let's face it, that's yeah, no, what he no, always did. It's a Marino I think it's more, I'm not, yeah, I'm talking about more, more, more like, you know, for Marino, like, right. you know, just to help him along the way. Right, know? but I'm saying, but, but, you, but, but, but you have David Woodley right now. That's true. I get what yeah. you're saying. I, I understand what you're saying, yeah. and maybe you can make the progression. Maybe, and maybe that's what yeah. you do. Maybe it becomes a natural progression. And for lack of a better uh, comparison, I'm not comparing the two, obviously, but, you know, you're at Woodley right now with Tua, and you hope to get to Marino at some point with Tua, and maybe that you can, Fitzpatrick can be the stock with Woodley that became the stock with Marino. That's the point that I'm making, if you will. So, you know, maybe you can make that natural progression progression and I would hope that you would because I think it's a perfect fit it's also a perfect fit because they've already done this now they have a relationship you know it's not the end of the world when you know Fitzpatrick came in and did whatever and I think everybody knows it's to his team so if you're going to go that route I would love to see it the uh, you know the thing you have to be concerned about is uh, I think Fitzpatrick's going to get a lot of decent offers I don't know that he's going to get a starting role but he might Rich he might he's not going to get bad quarterbacks yeah, I don't know if he's going to get a starting role though at that age. I don't think anybody's really going to bring him in as that. You know, you would need Maybe a not, you would need a really good team that that you know, thinks they can win with that. And I don't think that's the case. I I would be shocked if he got a starting role. But uh, you know, well, you're looking at the other way around. You're looking at the other way around. What's that? You're looking at it, a really good team that he can come in and win. But what about the teams that are kind of pretty lousy in rebuilding and they need somebody to fill that void, a.k.a. what Cam Newton did, Teddy Bridgewater, um, the, the, you know, uh, like Jackson. I mean, there's a lot of teams that didn't have quarterbacks that needed somebody. That, you know, that he might start for a team like that, well, I too. I think we have, the, we have two things, I think. The fact that we play in Florida, that's where he, you know, his family's in Tampa. I think mm-hmm. that he could stay at home, basically, with that. I think that's mm-hmm. attractive to him. And, mm-hmm. you know, in his age, he may not want to play 16 games. You know? I agree with both of the things you said. I think that he loves it where he's at, and I don't think at this point he's got, you know, a gazillion kids. He probably doesn't want to travel again and relocate. And, you know, this yep. is a decent situation. Not better than decent. This is an excellent situation for him. Right. And you're right. He's not young. And, you know, he may start to really relish the fact that he can suit up, watch, you know, and jump in if he needs to without having to take the abuse of 16 games plus training, you know, uh, that you're right. This might be a really good fit. And, you know, the Dolphins should nip this in the bud. If that's the way they are going to go, they should do this and do this quick. You should sign him to, you know, uh, a two-year deal or whatever you're going to do um, relatively quick. Can they want uh, it back, you think? You know, I don't see any reason why you wouldn't want him back if you yeah, are I know sold that, on Tua. I'm asking you. I'm asking you, do they want him back? I, I understand do. me and you who know football want him back, right. but do they want him back? And, you know, that getting to what they think about is very difficult because it's it unpredictable because it usually makes it no is. sense. It is, and it doesn't. Yeah, and it doesn't entirely make sense. You're absolutely right. Every time they make a decision, you know, it doesn't. Uh, I 
The only reason you wouldn't, though, is if you were going in an entirely different direction. And even then, you still would. So you have to believe they would, but I, I don't know. I, I don't see why you wouldn't. Yeah. I can't think of one reason why you wouldn't want him back. I really can't. Money. Well, that's not not wanting him back. That's just not wanting him back bad enough. <laughs> and and <there's> that absolutely. <laughs> Once they start doing that, Rich, yeah. you're a hundred percent right. The way they negotiate yeah. this stuff, I could certainly see this going completely, completely haywire. Yeah. So no doubt yeah. about that. All right, we have yeah, a big week of football. Back and probably. They'll turn him off in five seconds. You know how that yeah, is. Yeah, so, I you know? know. I'm a little concerned about it. No doubt about it. Yeah. All right, we had a really big week of football. Dolphins obviously got knocked out. A lot of teams uh, went in. Uh, some really exciting, controversial, and everything in between went down this week. So we're going to go through the league and discuss that right back after this. It's intercepted at the line of scrimmage. It's going to be run in for a touchdown by A.J. Dewey at the 10 to 5. He's seeing Hey, this is A.J. Dewey. You listen to the Pat Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legends Show with Pat Catello. Sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. Love runs high in the dark. Give it to me easy. And let me try with pleasured hands to take you in the sun to promised land to show you everyone. It's the time of the season for love. What's your name? Who's your daddy? Is he rich like me? Has he taken any time to show you what you need to live? Tell us to me slowly. Okay, welcome back. Final stretch, Miami Dolphins Legend Show. I could tell Rich Van Zant. And uh, Rich, as we look around the league, it was a very interesting day of football, to say the least. As we said, every one of the Dolphins scenarios needed to give them a bump into the playoffs did not happen. We watched the Baltimore Ravens continue their dominance in the last four games. That wasn't even close over the Bengals. We watched the Steelers sit the entire team and watch Cleveland uh, advance to the playoffs, right? We watched Jacksonville give a valiant effort 
against the uh, Colts, I guess. Uh, yeah, I mean, and, and, and ultimately that doesn't pan out. So that's the AFC thing. But the thing that we're going to talk about is what everybody's talking about. And the NFC had a, a game, a, a, a night game, to basically decide the NFC East. The Giants looking to get into the playoffs face... Uh, 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 the scenario of the Philadelphia Eagles playing the Washington Redskins. Alex Smith, comeback player of the year, trying to lead his team into the playoffs. And uh, ex-Dolphin Doug Peterson, uh, to say he did some very uncanny and perplexing moves uh, would be an understatement, Rich, going uh, not going for the tying field goal uh, <laughs> when he had the chance. And pulling uh, Jaden Hurts for uh, a backup quarterback, a third-string quarterback that is certainly not going to be the future of the franchise. Can you explain any of these to me? I wouldn't have him on my flag football team. I just don't understand how you could go through college, (laughs) end up in the NFL, and look that inept when you come into a game. How is that possible? Like, you could get somebody off the street that could do better than that. But more importantly, why is he in the game? But why is he in the game? That's the more important question. Why why are you pulling? First of all, that that team has been a disappointment all year, but the reason why they're even in contention to 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 not have two wins is because of what Hertz has done in the last five weeks. He's played very, very well and shocked a lot of people. But why would you pull him there when you wanna? I guess see what he would do in that situation, right? Wouldn't well, you want to see? Was, mad at, was he mad at him because he had seventy-two yards in the fourth quarter? Is that he had seventy-two yards of passing in the fourth quarter? Is that why he pulled him? I mean, no one's really talking about that. I mean, it was pretty bad as stats. I mean, you well, know, what do you mean I mean, mad at him? No, I mean, hard to watch. I don't know. I mean, look, if if he put Wentz in, if Wentz was stressed. You could almost agree with it. But putting this clown in made no sense whatsoever. It was like he was tanking in the game for the so the Giants didn't make the playoffs. But Wait, you're but, also playing somebody in your division too, so you like them better. It doesn't the whole thing makes no sense to me whatsoever, you know. Not not kicking the field goal to me is even more bizarre. Yeah. You know? I mean you're going for the fourth and goal for the six. That that's just strange. You know, beginning of the fourth quarter, you don't make it 17-17. You know, that's really how do you rationalize that? What's what? You know, he did. He he was on TV rationalizing it all all day and night. You know, today and yesterday, saying that saying you know, he what? wanted to get. He promises. It was basically he acted like it was the the guy in little league that never got to play all year, and he was going to give him a shot. And he he supposedly he told Al Michaels and Collinsworth he was going to put that guy in the fourth quarter no matter what the situation. No, I'm talking about I'm talking about the field oh, you goal. You mean the field goal? I, I, I don't think he could rationalize that. He, I played to win the game, he said. That was that was his thing. Yeah, I, know, I mean, is that, is that something that mathematically gives you a better chance to win the game there? It doesn't seem like it. Seems kind of. I guess if he got the touch, if he if he got the dopey touchdown, I guess he he, he would have been fine. Well, of course, I mean, of, you know, of course. You know, uh, you know, I guess you know that that stupid play he did in the Super Bowl that he got away with. Maybe he thinks he can always do that. You know. Yeah. But again, he I don't know. didn't do that. I mean, if that if that play failed in the Super Bowl, he would have been he would have went down right. as one of the well, dumbest plays ever called. 
you know? Yeah, but this one seems even like a little kind of bizarre. I mean, it was almost out of the uh, out of the norm. Um, get, getting yeah. back to you know, getting back to what you said about Jalen Hurt. Yeah, I get that he wasn't having a great game. I understand that. I know that he was, you know, certainly uh, struggling at times. Uh, I just, you know, my point is like, you know, you kind of. Wouldn't you want to see the most that you could see this guy? I mean, that's the closest you're going to get to a meaningful game that they've had all year. Uh, you know, oh, I'm, I just, I'm not saying it was. It was I don't, I'm not condoning what Peterson did. I, I, you know, he must have just kind of word that he wasn't going to get fired and let, let me do whatever I want kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah, well, that's I even more to my scenario, though. Well, but that, yeah. that even plays more to my scenario, though. If that's the case, yeah. like, wouldn't you really – I don't know what the future of, of Hertz is going to be. Um, I mean, I would think you would want to see what he would – how he would perform under that kind of pressure, whether he would come out, you know, and, and be able to snap out of it, have a game-winning drive, or do something there. That seems like an opportune time to see something like that. Um, I don't know, just weird yeah. to me. Very strange. Very, very strange. And can you explain to me how did the Bears make the playoffs? I thought they had a beat yeah. Green Bay. I, I see that nice that they're playing next week, and I'm like, how did this happen? There, yeah, there must have was... been a million things had to happen in the NFC we weren't paying attention to. Because I thought they yeah. basically had to win the beat. No, you know it's weird that you said that because going into this week, I kept hearing of how great the chances for the Bears to get in were. And I kept looking at them playing uh, the, the the Packers, and I kept saying to myself, how can they have good chances to beat the Packers? And apparently they didn't need to beat the Packers, and that's why Supposedly they... Uh, it's, the first, it's the first team in NFL history that had a six-game losing streak that made the playoffs. They had a six-game losing streak? Yeah, in the middle they of the year. They lost the last six, six games? Losing. Or you mean during the no, year? No, 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 not, no, during the year, at some point, they had during a six-game losing streak. Yeah, and they make the playoffs. Yeah, it's it's strange. I mean, people talk about that, that NFC East, you know, uh, besides the Packers. I mean, the Bears are 8-8, eight and eight, right? They're in the playoffs at 8-8. Eight and eight. Yeah. I mean, we, you know. Well, look, well, what, what, you want to talk about disappointments. How about the Minnesota Vikings, all the money they threw after that team? Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's the team you look at when you talk about the Bears. Yeah. I mean, they couldn't even get in the playoffs. I mean, Bears are eight and eight. They couldn't, and they couldn't go five hundred to make the playoffs. Yeah. No, no. The Kirk Cousins so, yeah. and Monte Carlo right now smoking a cigar. I'll tell you what. <laughs> when you look at that contract that he got, it's uh, just baffling to me. It really is. Kurt, what do you want to do uh, tonight? <laughs> Why don't we have both? <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not no. wrong, my friend. Just, no. He's really a lot of butler right now. This guy is unbelievable. <laughs> okay, let's go around. I'll give you the schedule now for these games that start. There's a triple header on Saturday and Sunday. And I think you said, Rich, they're. Uh, um, this this is what I wanted to ask you because you said that they were on an NFL network, but they're showing stuff on uh, CBS, Fox, and NBC. I don't know the answer to it. Are they just on the NFL network, or are they going to be nationally televised? I don't know the NFL network. Now maybe maybe like you know the local stations of different cities put them on their own stations. Gotcha. Too. Who gotcha. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Gotcha. You know, that makes sense. You might be right about that. Because the NFL yeah, maybe... network certainly doesn't have that many announcers. You know. 
Yeah, yeah, it's a strange thing. So too. they would, they would okay, have to so, be using these other guys, you know? So the Buffalo Bills, and what might be their only bad break is they they play Saturday at 1 against the Colts. Um, I don't think that's really great. I don't. I, I wouldn't want that if I was Buffalo. You don't get a lot of rest. You're playing the early game. I don't know that it's going to mean that much, but, um, you know, like you said, Beastly's hurt, and, you know, they, they're off that. I, I just don't think I'd want to play the first game, but... <laughs> Uh, if, if it's Philip Rivers in a big game, I would have no problem if I was the Bills because that man has never won a big game in his life. <laughs> you no, know it as well as I do. And, this is, and there's been plenty of times that we've been rooting for him to do so, and he's come up yeah. short, especially up in New England. Yep. So yep. Okay, so that's your first game, uh, you know, and uh, that'll be interesting. Then uh, 440 is the next game. Now, this is an interesting game because you got the Rams versus the Seahawks. And yeah, they have a history, and the yep. Rams are a weird team because there's times when the Rams this year looked like they were the Rams that went to the Super Bowl, and then there's times this year that looked like the Rams from last year that overachieved the year before. So I don't know what team shows up, but I could say the same thing about the Seahawks. Seahawks are 12-4. and four. There was a time when Russell Wilson was shining the MVP trophy, and then yep. there was a time when that team just kind of became back to the Seahawks that couldn't seem to find it. Uh, now they're playing good football. It's going to be interesting to see how good the Seahawks are. Are the Seahawks a legitimate team that could uh, that could go to the Super Bowl? I don't know. I, I, there was times this year where I thought they could, and now I'm starting to have second thoughts on it. So I don't know. But that's your second game of 440. And then uh, – at 8 o'clock, they, uh, uh, and I guess this was just an accident, huh, Rich? The primetime game on Saturday night is you-know-who. Yeah. Mr. Yeah. Brady will be playing yeah, the, uh, Washington, the Washington football team. And uh, that will take place at, uh, at 8.15 on, uh, on Saturday night. Don't have any word on Mike Evans, do you? No, I haven't heard anything today, nothing. Yeah, but I have an either, and I'm hoping that's good news because I like Mike Evans. I think the only, he's the only thing I heard last night was that Antonio Brown has to step it up. That's the only thing I heard. So that that doesn't sound like good news for Mr. Evans. Oh, oh, has to step it up as in there he's going to have to fill yeah, in? Meaning like, yeah, he's going to have to fill in, you know. So Ooh. I don't know. Okay. You know, okay. I'm surprised we haven't heard anything today, but that's the NFL in this day and age, yeah. you know. Didn't look good when it happened. We'll see uh, how that affects no. things, which could be could be a major way. Uh, now uh, on Sunday, another you know, very that's good that's game. Tough, that's a tough matchup for Brady because you know they have a very relentless pass rush, and you know how do you beat Brady? You hit him. You know he doesn't like. Well, that. yeah, uh, it's an interesting point. I mean, if if, if Chase Young and that that defensive pass rush uh, gets going, it can make things interesting. How? How much does happen to go to Washington affected? It's weird. You got an eleven and five team traveling to Washington, uh, you know, and whether you know, who knows? I mean, it's Washington D.C. It's a week from could now. Could be horrible. Could be yeah, very could be bad. Horrible. I mean, if it's like yep. it is today, it's a cakewalk. But if it's like you know, it could change in a dime. So yep. that will be interesting to see. You know how that you know plays itself out. Now on Sunday, the first game, one o'clock game, you have the Ravens at the Titans, and that is obviously uh, what's the makeup of an 
uh, I think, uh, you know, could be an excellent game, right? I mean, uh, both of these teams, you know, play at Super Bowl caliber at times. The Titans seem like they uh, had it, lost it, had it, lost it. Um, I don't know what Titans team shows up. Uh, What you do know is that, um, you know, obviously uh, they have – Things that when they click can be very difficult to beat, and of course, uh, you know when you talk about the Tennessee Titans, you know the running game is 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 obviously where you would have to focus, right? I mean, Derrick Henry is just outstanding, and uh, did you hear what he, he said can... yesterday? Did you hear what no, Derrick Henry said? Because no. I love the fourth quarter because I love hurting people. Yeah, yeah, he's got <laughs> that kind of mentality. <laughs> Now he and also that Now he also entered the 2000 yard club yesterday which nobody's talking oh, about right Yeah 2027 yards, yards in, yesterday and 2000 yards that? on the season Yeah yep. How many how many yards in the right. game Over 200 And you know Rich when I was talking about uh um like a couple a couple of weeks ago I guess it was 2 3 weeks ago we were talking about him and uh whether or not he'd be able to get to that point, and it seemed like after that one performance he had uh, against the Packers, he wasn't going to be able to do it, right? And uh, and no. then he comes out with a 250-yard performance, and he gets himself to 2,000. I mean, that's outstanding. It really is. Yes. It really is. So, yeah, yes. very interesting to see uh, how that goes, and uh, you know, and, and if he's got enough in the tank to, uh, you know, to, if he's got four more games in the tank, we'll see. We'll see. Um, now, the Bears, uh, the Saints, I think, you know, seem like they've drew a pretty good card here as the Bears will go to the Saints for the 440 game. Uh, you know, that seems – you can't really ask for they much take, more than that. But we'll they should see. take them apart, you know. That, they that, should. that game should be a- Oh, wow. They yeah. should. They seem like they they got their first round, uh, you know, pretty pretty good. Uh, and then the yep. final game, uh, which is a little interesting, that they got the Sunday prime time night game uh, is the Browns at the Steelers. And this will be interesting to see how it goes. Uh, the Steelers, you know, have dominated dominated them so much in the past, but of course they sat everybody and uh, and uh, Baker Mayfield and them are, are able to beat them. Uh, and, and advance to the playoffs. Does that continue? I, I don't know. I guess we will see. Um, you know, it, you how, know, how aggravating is it? They didn't just make that two-point conversion and make it interesting. That yeah, we needed that win. You know, and the, the kid is, <clears throat> Pittsburgh never can win when you want them to. No, never. And when you look at how many things, you know, the Dolphins had opportunities – um, you know, just wasn't meant to be. When you look at the fact no. that the Dolphins would have been going back to Buffalo, you know, I like I know your theory. Yeah, I, I could do without that. that. You know, I, I wouldn't yeah. need to see that another time. Yeah. I could, you know, I could definitely do without that. Well, guess what, my friend? Your wish has come true. They will not be yeah. playing in Buffalo next week. So uh, it'll be interesting to see. But this is this is a great time, and it's always exciting. And we'll we'll, we'll see how this. Uh, Wraps up uh, into Super Bowl 55 up in Tampa. So that's it, my friend. We'll see how it shakes out, and we'll see each other uh, next week. The Miami Dolphins Legend Show.
Took a look down a westbound road Right away I made my choice Headed out to my big two-wheeler I was tired of my own boy Took a beat on the northern plains And just rolled that power on Thank you. 